Our psalm this evening is Psalm 72 on page 426. Let's begin evening prayer. Christ is not entered into, into the holy places made with hands, which are the figures of the true, but into heaven itself, now to appear in the presence of God for us. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, O merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 72 on page 426. Give the King thy judgments, O God, and thy righteousness unto the King's Son. Then shall he judge thy people according unto right and defend the poor the mountains also shall bring peace and the little hills righteousness unto the people he shall keep the simple folk by their right defend the children of the poor and punish the wrongdoer they shall fear thee as long as the sun and moon endureth from one generation to another he shall come down like the rain upon the mown grass even as the crops that water the earth. In his time shall the righteous flourish, yea, in abundance of peace, so long as the moon endureth. His dominion shall be also from the one sea to the other, and from the river unto the world's end. They that dwell in the wilderness shall kneel before him. His enemies shall lick the dust. The kings of Tarshish and of the isles shall give presents, the kings of Arabia and Saba shall bring their gifts. All kings shall fall down before him. All nations shall do him service. For he shall deliver the poor when he crieth, the needy also, and him that hath no helper. He shall be favorable to the simple and needy, and shall preserve the souls of the poor. He shall deliver their souls from falsehood and wrong, and dear shall their blood be in his sight. 
He shall live, and unto him shall be given of the gold of Arabia. Prayer shall be made ever unto him, and daily shall he be praised. There shall be a heap of corn in the earth, high upon the hills. The fruit thereof shall shake like Lebanon, and they of this city shall flourish like grass upon the earth. His name shall endure forever. His name shall remain under the sun among the posterities, which shall be blessed in him, and all the nations shall praise him. Blessed be the Lord God, even the God of Israel, which only doeth wondrous things. And blessed be the name of his majesty forever, and all the earth shall be filled with his majesty. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the second verse of the ninth chapter of the book of Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. You have multiplied the nation and increased its joy. They rejoice before you according to the joy of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil. For you have broken the yoke of his burden and the staff of his shoulder, the rod of his oppressor, as in the day of Midian. For every warrior's sandal from the noisy battle and garments rolled in blood will be used for burning and fuel of fire. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And his name will be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. Upon the throne of David and over his kingdom, to order it and establish it with judgment and justice, from that time forward, even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Here endeth the first lesson. Together the Magnificat. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the eleventh verse of the third chapter of the Acts according to the Apostles. Right? 311. Sorry, I had a conflicting note. Now, as the lame man who was healed held on to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them in the porch, which is called Solomon's, greatly amazed. So when Peter saw it, he responded to the people, Men of Israel, why do you marvel at this? Or why look so intently at us, as though by our own power or godliness we have made this man walk? 
The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But you denied the Holy One and the just and asked for a murderer to be granted to you and killed the Prince of Life, whom God raised from the dead, of which we are witnesses. And his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. Yet now, brethren, I know that you did it in ignorance, as did also your rulers. But those things which God foretold by the mouth of all his prophets, that the Christ would suffer, he has thus fulfilled. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord, and that he may send Jesus Christ, who was preached to you before, whom heaven must receive until the times of restoration of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said to the fathers, the Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your brethren. Him you shall hear in all things, whatever he says to you. And it shall be that every soul who will not hear that prophet shall be utterly destroyed from among the people. Yes, and all the prophets from Samuel and those who follow, as many as have spoken, have also foretold these days. You are sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. To you first, God, having raised up his servant Jesus, sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you from your iniquities. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Nunc Dimittis. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness and make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that make us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. 
O God, the King of glory, who hast exalted thine only Son, Jesus Christ, with great triumph unto thy kingdom in heaven, we beseech thee, leave us not comfortless, but send to us thine Holy Ghost to comfort us, and exalt us unto the same place whither our Savior Christ is gone, before who liveth and reigneth with thee in the same Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, Almighty God, that like as we do believe thy only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, to have ascended into the heavens, so we may also in heart and mind thither ascend, and with him continually dwell who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening. It's kind of exciting to see where we are in the scriptures right now as we move closer, farther from Ascension and closer to Pentecost. And we see a kind of some themes in the passages as we're reading, even morning and evening, some, some very uh, repeating themes. Um, first one is the nature of God. God is God over nature. He's God over history. And he is able to perform whatever he says he will, he will perform. And on the other side, we see mankind or ourselves. And yesterday it was so, um, this, this beggar who they talked about in Acts, the man who they uh, was healed. Yesterday we read that he was asking for money. So all he wanted was some money for food. And Peter and John gave him more than what he asked. In fact, they gave him everything. They gave him, they restored him to his health. And it's a type of restoration that shows us not only was his body restored, but it's, um, a type of mini restoration that happens to the whole nation and all believers will be restored. And so we read in Isaiah that uh, broken the yoke in verse four, for you have broken the yoke of his burden. In other words, the burden of being in captivity. And that also has a deeper, longer um, uh, meaning over time. And, and the, the main yoke that was broken, and they mentioned it yesterday, was the yoke that was over the whole the whole earth was under this cloud and it was the cloud of death and God has, has, has been victory over death and gives us that same victory. So the yoke continues to be broken. And then we see in verse six, one of our, of course, our famous Christmas verses, uh, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given and the government will be upon his shoulder. So we see that God is, is uh, able to break, uh, you know, he is God over history. He's breaking the yoke of captivity but he's also able to bring light out of darkness. He's able to control weather. And um, we see that at the end of the uh, passage that the, the zeal of the Lord brings us about, which kind of moves us into Acts. And as we look at Acts, we see uh, kind of a, uh, I don't know if it's a conflict, but maybe a um, comparison of God and man. So the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, God of our fathers glorified his servant, Jesus. And then we see man whom you delivered and denied in the presence of Pilate, and of course murdered the Prince of Life. And, um, and even mentions to them that, you know, you did this maybe in your ignorance, but uh, they were ignorant. 
And then in about God, we learn in his name through faith in his name has made man strong. And that's what breaks the burden. God, um, Jesus says to us, come unto me, all you who travel and are heavy laden. But he also tells us to pick up our cross. So there's a comfort and a call. So um, the thing that we know about in that they, they killed Jesus in their ignorance, but God had this, foretold this by the mouth of his prophets. And we talk about uh, predestination and foreordination. And I think not so much for each of us individually, but God knew what would have to happen for the saving of the world. So God had foretold that. And then comes the responsibility we have in verse 19. Repent, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, so that times of refreshment, refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. So God offers us um, refreshment and his presence. But we are to, to obtain that or to, to experience that, we have to repent and uh, be converted. So that's important. So, and then Peter ends up and he says, you are the sons of prophets. And he was telling these people, this is your destiny to, to follow God and, and you're not following your destiny. So um, God had raised up his servant Jesus to bless you and turning away every one of you from your iniquities. So we have this opportunity. And of course we know that we're believers, but it's important for us to remember that it's not us who, uh, that's, that's God doesn't need us, um, we need him. And I think as we come, and, and it's one of the most beautiful things about our pattern of worship, morning and evening prayers, we humble ourselves before God, and it's a constant reminder that God is our God, and we are his servants, and, and as we say, the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And if we keep that in our mind, it'll help us live. It helps us deal with all the um, things that the earth and, the, and civilization throws at us. So we know we're destined. Um, through the Holy Spirit, it's our wedding, it's our engagement ring, it's our, it's our down payment, it's our deposit on what we will inherit at the fulfillment of all things. So let's continue with the prayer for conditions of all men. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving, Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thy unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, 
Give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be